Well, gin lovers rejoice. The number of distilleries creating gin in New Zealand has shot up from just 15 to more than 150 in recent years. So what are the challenges for owners working in a now saturated market? Well, owner of Kaikoura's Mount Fife Distillery, Justine Schroeder, joins us now. Good morning to you, Justine. Oh, hello. Good morning, Kate. How are you? Are we? I'm good. Are we just a booming empire of gin makers here now? Aren't we just? (laughs) Who doesn't love a good gin? (laughs) How's it going, the gin market at the moment? Seems like a lot of us are doing it. Um, We certainly are, aren't we? Um, Look, it is definitely a challenging market, um, but it's a really enjoyable market. And the market that um, I've just, um, I started my whole industry um, sort of five years ago getting into this. And I've loved the challenges. And it's the most exciting thing to ever be in because it's been changing so rapidly over the last few years. Um, and I think COVID's had a massive impact on that. But um, yeah, it, it, in, in, in what way? Is, COVID's had an impact in that we all we all we all hit the hit the drink a bit harder because we well, were locked down so long. <laughs> it certainly <laughs> didn't affect us drinking. I think it. I think people certainly enjoyed a little drink or two. No, I think people got into, um, got busy in their garage. I think they um, had a lot of time on their hands um, with the lockdowns and thought, well, what can I do? And it's something in New Zealand that we can do legally. Um, obviously, there is a process with this and you have to go through all the right channels, but you can set up a very small gin distillery in your garage if you've um, gone through down through customs and through um, licensing and, and controls with councils and stuff um, and set up a little business. Um, I mean, I, I went into this business just before COVID lockdown um, and it was really the result of not being able to work anymore because of the Kaipura earthquake and rethinking um, and just an off-the-cuff remark to my husband because I couldn't do anything else on the farm that he said, oh, no, you'll be off running, so you can't do that. I was like, well, I'll make gin then. And then he said, I'll have the garage. And I said, okay, I will. Mm-hmm. So off I went and, and started. So that was all pre-COVID. And during that time, whilst I was still doing my research and um, getting ready to launch, we then went into to lockdown just before I launched. Mm-hmm. Um, and during that time, so when I launched, there was 20 distilleries, and I was very much a new beckoning um, out of the garage kind of just um, there wasn't many of me me's around so to speak um, and I kind of paved my path totally myself because there was no one else to tell me what to do um, when I launched there was about 70 distilleries so that's gone up quite a bit and that was about two and a half years um, two years down the line because I've been now launched for two years there's uh, there's about 169 distilleries on the Distilled Spirits Artillery website, but some of them aren't gin. But, yeah, it's a hell of a lot of gin distilleries out there. Mm-hmm. And I think COVID, you know, that really did um, make people rethink and say, OK, well, what can I do? In, maybe I can make gin. Oh, that sounds like quite an easy thing to do. It's quite a commodity because if you're making whiskey or rum or any other spirit, a lot of the time you have to, you have to age spirits and mature them. And it can take years. Gin can be pretty instant. I mean, I would never sell a gin off the shelf that has just been made the day before because you do want it to mature um, sometimes in wood but a lot in inert vessels like stainless steel or in the glass bottles for a few weeks or even a month but it's pretty it's a commodity so for whiskey distillers gin's their cash cow so a lot of whiskey distillers then started getting into, getting into gin and we know what we're doing overseas as well so we can see that the English market went we could see the Australian market's gone and we know New Zealand hadn't gone so we knew this is kind of a, a market that could be lucrative if you play it right so and hasn't it been? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, well, I wish you all the very best with it, Justine. Thank you very much for being with us this morning. For more from Early Edition with Kate Hawksby, listen live to News Talk ZB from 5 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.